Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. There is no bad. The first thing, remember, there is no bad. Remember, bad is judgment. Did you know that? Has anybody ever said that was a bad meal or bad experience? You are now judging that experience. And it tells you repeatedly in the Bible to judge not, so that you don't get judged. So it's too often we immediately say, well, that person's big and tall and stupid and ugly and cancel for all that stuff. And it simply is a judging something like, he's a good person. Well, that's, is that a bad judgment? No, but it's, it's simply labeling somebody, in your opinion, good. I would hope you label everybody good then, yeah. even the bad ones. See? And there's no bad stuff. No, there's no bad again. We're political here. Now, you say when you're judging somebody else, you're judging yourself, right? Correct. What do you do with somebody like Donald Trump? Do you, do you, are you judging yourself? Okay. For instance, okay. Now, all right, now let's, let's take something obvious. There is a saying, call a spade a spade, right? You've heard that before, right? Now, if somebody's acting dumb and stupid, you can say, He's dumb and stupid. That's not judgment. It's an observation. Did you know that? Okay. Now, it doesn't mean that in spite of what you think, of what you call dumb and stupid, that's fine. But to somebody else, it might be perfect. Understand? So back to you can label him dumb and stupid and move on and be happy with that. Make sense? You can be okay with him being stupid. Well, I'm judging him, though, if I do No, you're not. Excuse me, I could say, I look at Butch over there, and I'm calling you a man. Well, is that judgment? No, it's an observation. Depending on what I might think of men, it could be. Well, if you... Well, I mean, Remember, if we think of a judgment, you're sort of putting an emphasis to some strong emotions quite often. That's emphasizing more because, remember, we talked about emotions. If I'm just observing that Butch is a man, I'm not putting it as good or bad. He's just a man. That is observation and what I call an identity of something. Just like Donald Trump is stupid. and uh, Is he stupid? No, he's not stupid. He wouldn't be where he's at. He's, he's arrogant. That's obvious. And we'll call him an asshole, and that's fine, too. There's no wrong with that. Okay, because he comes across that way. But again, does that really make him a bad person? I'm not, I'm not trying to... No, I'm, not, I'm just putting that out so everybody can observe that. When I observe something, because obviously I can honestly say there's a lot of things I don't like comes out of his mouth or her mouth, but that doesn't make them necessarily bad or worse than the next person. That's just the way they are. That's the way he is. Okay. I'm turning this over to God, in essence, just like me. That's why, this is how I handle the election. Let God take care of it. It's out of my hands. That's me. You can still vote and put your vote the way you want. That don't matter. But it's God's still going to decide who gets there, if that makes sense. Because you might be the only voting for one person, and everybody else is voting for the other person. I'm not saying that's true, but... Yeah. When you put it out there, see, I'm, my intention is to let it be a blessing. Whoever's going to work out is in our highest and best interest. I don't care who it is. 
I'm out of the control business, if that makes sense. I gave up the control to God. And that's what I believe in. I can take the control back when it comes time for dinner tonight when I decide what I'm going to eat. I can do that. I'm now in charge of that decision. Understand? God can stand over here and observe me. Well, Jim, uh, what did you order all that sugar for? Why didn't you order something healthy? (laughs) Well, I'm going to pick what I want. You got it? (laughs) Okay, Jim, fine. That's your choice. And that's what God's going to do. He's going to go like this or she's going to go like this at me and say, well, okay, Jim, that's your choice. Exactly. Everybody is in change. Right now, to give another quick overview on this whole energy shift, we are experiencing an energy shift that, as as a human being, we have never experienced ever in any of our previous lifetimes. I don't care how far back you go. You have never done this before. You have never gone through this shift like it is. That's why it affects you mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually across the board. Everything is so different. That's why it's very difficult for us to figure this one out. I've talked to a lot of spiritually minded people. I mean, they they call me up all the time from Michigan and other parts of the country. They do all the time. Why? Because they know that I trust spirit to give me information. I can't even tell you where the heck I got it from, folks. (laughs) You know, I just know it's not from me. I'm not that smart just yet. Okay. so I just said, God, tell me what I need to tell this person or people. And this is what they keep telling me is to say, Trust and believe it's all working out in divine order. Mm-hmm. Hang on for the ride. It's a, it's a real wild ride right now. It is. It's crazy. That word comes up so frequently with everybody's experience. I cannot, that's the word, crazy. How can you define it because it's crazy? Just trying to like trying to rationalize a person that is crazy. Anybody ever have to deal with a crazy person? You can't reason with them. You can't sit down and figure this out that I've got it figured out. It's not possible. It's crazy. So the energy shift is what it is. It's crazy. Your challenge is to say, I can do this. I can make it through this shift. I can adjust. And I will. I am. And I continue to do so. One of the most, one, it's one of the things that's challenging, is to put everything in the present moment. Yesterday is over with, right? And tomorrow is not here. But we got today, baby, and this right here. So if we all put it in the now, like yesterday was, today is, and tomorrow will be, it's all at the same time. It was, it is, and it will be. It's all simultaneous. Breathe and relax with it. As soon as you've accepted it, it's now yours. It can move through it graciously and lovingly, easy. What is... Anytime we start to get into a tension, a disagreement, it creates tension in that sense. What, the, what about fear? That big F word. Mm. Dagnabbit. You know what it does for me? It locks me up. I can't move. Fear is the number one stopper from us doing anything. To move forward, you must release the fear. You cannot move forward in fear. It's not possible. You cannot tell me, I'm afraid about tomorrow and then tell me you're moving. Really? You're not doing it. You're saying it, but you're not doing it. Release, I release and let go of fear. Another word I tell all the time, fear be gone. And when I, where's fear at? Has anybody found it? I'm, well, quit looking for it, Jim. Just know that it's gone. Now I can now move forward. 
years ago when I was going through a very challenging part of my life, I kept saying to myself, I'm going to be a better person for it when this is done. I knew it, I would be a better person. In fact, I just finally just accepted it that I was. And then after whatever that challenge was sort of wrapping up, I could honestly say I felt better about myself as a person. Maybe I wasn't better, but I felt better, so what the heck, you know? Back to how you feel. A lot of people don't have to like you. I'm just kidding. It puts good energy out when you do that. Right. What you're, remember, if you're a happy person, what are you projecting? Happiness. Has anybody ever seen somebody depressed? I'm sure you all have. Or have you ever stepped into a room full of tension? Nobody has to tell you. Nobody has. Oh, excuse me. Did you know this room's full of tension? You said, "Yeah, I can feel it." <laughs> See, obviously, it gets because your own intuitions already told you that your sensitivity. This is your ability to connect with energy. Yes, you're the tool. I keep telling you. You now become the tool to figure out what this needs to be done with. Isn't that strange? You're the tool. And trust it and believe in it, quit doubting it. And if you were wrong, so what? You can learn from being wrong. Has anybody ever done everything right the very first time you ever did it? No, it just doesn't happen. You do things, you learn from your experiences so that the next time you change it possibly. All right? Everybody knows, I'm not a Thomas Edison expert, but the first light bulb he made didn't work. Did you know that? How many failures? I can't tell you. I'm sure he had more than two or three failures. Yeah, it was a lot, a lot, of, a lot of failures. But eventually he did have a light bulb that did work, even if it was just for a few seconds. And it's the same thing with us. We are experiencing, if you want to use the word failures, so that we can learn. If you learned it the first time, you're not learning much. Did you know that? You're really not. And again, a lot of people say, well, he did it the first time or she did it and it timed out just fine. Well, who said it? It's not from a previous lifetime. They didn't learn that lesson. You. Bring your knowledge from all your lifetimes to this present one. Now, remember, we did talk about choosing to not be, let's say, athletic or whatever. But you still have the choice of bringing the knowledge of what your experience is. What does knowledge mean? You know how to do something. What is wisdom? Is there a difference between wisdom and knowledge? Is there? Yeah. Knowledge is, I know how to do it. I've read the instruction manual. I can now do it. At least I think I can, to do it and then do it, let's say, maybe the easy way with the least effort could be wisdom. Have you ever seen somebody do something, they make it look easy to do it? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, man, how could you do that? I'm, I'm struggling, I know. I'm very good at some things and I'm very, very challenged in others. And we could say that's true about all of us, right? You have gifts. If everybody had the same gift, what would we all do? If we want to say we're all gifts, wrapping up, you know, presents or gifts, we'd all be wrapping up gifts and making them look all pretty. I mean, it's, where's that gift bag thing? Open it up, throw the gift inside, throw some paper on top of it and hand it to them. That's my idea of gift wrapping, okay? How good is that? Wow. Other people want to make it all fancy and make it ribbons and that. Good. You have had it. Yes, exactly. See? There's no wrong with any of it. But that doesn't mean that's my gift, if you want to use that term, to wrap presents. But again, that doesn't make me a bad person, does it? No. So thankful, be thankful that you have your gifts, whatever they may be. And you know, some people say, I can't do anything. Really? I don't believe you. Everybody has something to offer. Everybody does. Don't kid yourself. And of course, we all have challenges, right? So that's what you came here for. That's like, get over it. Get on with your challenges. Accept them. Quit fighting. 
We're going to use the word surrender. Anybody ever surrender before? That's a good word. You know why? You're not fighting. You didn't say you were giving up. I said you're not fighting. That's what surrendering is. So if you find yourself in a struggle with something, your brain, and nobody's ever had that one before, have you? Oh, yeah. Surrender. This is how I learned a little bit about money years ago. I've always been challenged to have enough money in my life, most of it. And I was headed to the dentist one day, this is some years back, and I was thinking, they, I knew what the bill was going to be, and I didn't have dental insurance, and I didn't have the money to pay for the bill. I think it was 350 bucks, something like that. And I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? And Mr. Tightwad, because I don't like to charge, right? Uh, yeah, that's me. I don't like to charge it because I, I don't want to pay interest, right? So I'm thinking, how am I going to pay 350 bucks when I don't have that kind of cash? But I did have, I did have plastic. I did have a charge card. So I finally resolved myself to say, I guess I'll have to put it on the charge card. And I said, God, you're going to have to fix it. That's exactly my prayer. You're going to have to fix it, God. I surrendered. That very afternoon, this was in the morning when I went to the dentist, that very afternoon, I knew where my money was coming from. I had the money to pay the bill. That's instant fix, if you want to call that word. Why? God was showing me, Jim, you've put enough faith and trust in what you just said, and we're showing it works. Hmm. I like that, God. I like that I surrendered and handed it to you to fix. Now I can trust that. Has anybody ever given something a test? Yeah. See what happens. Give it a test or give it a shot, if you want to use another word. Okay? See what happens. Sometimes Don't be afraid. I'm what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One time I needed some money. I thought I got in a car accident. Guess what? I got the money I needed. My car was still drivable, but I had what I needed. But you just never know. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's a lot of truth in it. Now they can tell you about one lady that worked, used to work for us at the store. She wanted to get rid of her car payment or something like that, right? She had a big problem. She could help us support her kids or grandkids. And she said, I can't support myself now with all this money going out and this new guy helping with my car payment. If I can fix the car payment, prayed about it. And the next morning, she and her grandson were in a car accident and the car was totaled. They were fine, but the car was totaled. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know better. She's written books. She said, I knew better than to do it like that. And I just wrote, God help me with this car payment. Then I can pay on my other bill. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So let's help us. Did everybody hear that? She put out an intention. Her prayer was answered. Do you realize that? Her prayer was 100% answered. Okay. I'm going to give you my personal experience. Another one. I was working on a job called the last real job I had in my life. Okay. I was in printing for 31 years of my life. And the job I was working at this company was, let's say, the worst job I ever had in my life. And I finally said to God, get me out of here lovingly and gently. That was my prayer. Took them six months to get me out of there, but they did. They laid me off. There was a reason it took six months. At that time, Wanda was very sick. A lot of things I needed health insurance for. It just was perfect timing. That's the best way I can describe it. It had to be six months to the day before I could get laid off. That's a true story. Because I put out the intention, get me out of here lovingly and gently. I didn't say, God, get me the hell out of here, because shit, they could have fired me on the spot. Technically, they could have. Why? To get rid of me, just because I was one of their highest paid employees, and they lost the contract, so guess what? They got to get rid of wages. Mm -hmm. And who's at the top of the pile? Me, out to go. See how easy that's taken care of? All right, so 
Back to prayer or intention, ask that it be given to you lovingly and gently with the highest good and all the things that you'd like to put in there. Because you can have it done brutally, trust me. God can answer your prayer with back to losing her car. Fortunately, she didn't get injured, right? There was no injury, but the car was total. It did. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, so remember your intentions. They're very important. Intentions are nothing more than prayers. Kiss. Keep it simple. Has anybody ever said, um, I'm looking for uh, a new person in my life, and he's got to be six foot, one and a half inches tall, weigh 187 and three quarter pounds, and live on this street in town, and he has to drive a nice car that does this and this. That's called micromanagement. God knows the perfect partner for me. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, sometimes I wonder about that, God. Did you know that? You know, we've got to wonder once in a while, right? Well, just the perfect partner for you, Jim, because you need that challenge, right? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot about that one. <laughs> the teacher. Oh, yeah, see, that, my teacher over there. Geez, a good thing she showed up, right? So that's the point of it, that we, we think somebody is not perfect for you. They could be absolutely the perfect person for you. Again, lovingly and gently. How many of us have ever been in a schoolroom and didn't like their teacher real well. I've had a couple of those, okay? And other had other teachers that you definitely could feel that were great and wonderful. So other teachers, I'll call them other teachers, okay? They still taught you something. What? How to get through class and not kill somebody, can't go that's right. No. They still taught you something. Everybody becomes your teacher and you become everybody's teacher. Hmm. Everybody. Well, the people that you cross paths with. Okay? You become their teacher. As soon as you can acknowledge the fact that you are their teacher and they are your teacher, you're a student as well as they are. Remember, we're all in school, right? right. Go back to some of the simplest things, and that's why I like the word kiss. Keeping it simple, silly. You will find your whole life starting to take a little different aspect and a lot easier to deal with. Because resistance is what? What does resistance do? Yeah. Correct. Has anybody ever tried to ignore something when something like, uh, I hear that pounding on the door, I'm going to ignore them. They won't leave. So you better go answer the door and find out what's about. They get it over with, you know. Who wants to face the music? No, anybody ever heard that? I don't want to face the music, which means what? Something I don't necessarily like. But if I do, I'll be okay. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim, spreading light for your spiritual journey.